Thanks for listening to Make Money Count. If you're a fan of the show, we ask that you please share it with your friends, family, or anybody else that you think may be of interest to it. In this episode, we're going to be talking about four great reasons you should be buying a home during a recession. Be sure to visit makemoneycount.com to find all of our old episodes. And here are your hosts, Justin Turner and Marcus Severus. Today, we're going to be talking about four great reasons to be buying a home in a recession. If this is your first time here with us, hit the subscribe button. My name's Justin. This is Marcus. Uh, and let's make money count together. Let's do it. Okay. So reason number one today is the math. And I came up with this because you told me some cockamamie thing that you did in your head that I didn't really understand for a second. But I, would, I did understand it. And I think it's amazing. And I think that everybody should know what happens in Marcus's brain. <laughs> So why don't you tell us about it? I mean, it's not that complicated. It wasn't complicated. I just you did like some beautiful mind thing for a second, and I got confused. Uh, listen, I was uh, I was thinking about an idea because so many people write in and ask or call and ask um, how they can justify buying a house right now, as you know, prices have fallen and you know they're likely to fall more. How do you enter the market? Real estate agents are going to love this one. Okay, so here goes. We can agree that like six months ago, nine months ago, uh, a lot of people wanted to buy a house. Correct. Five-year fixed rates were at, you know, 3%, 2.5%, say. Mm -hmm. And property values were high. and Everybody was excited about the real estate market. There wasn't even like a whisper of a problem for the most part. I mean, we were more than whispering about problems, but the general market was excited. Mm -hmm. And it was just a question of like, how can I buy a house right now? Like how, like how many can I buy? I just want to get in the market. Rates are low. How do I do it? Now, five-year fixed rates are five and a half percent, say, six percent. So we can agree that the delta between interest rates from when everybody wanted to buy a house to now when nobody wants to buy a house about 3%. Correct. On a five-year fixed rate. So if we can also agree that interest rates have gone really high really quickly, and I know everyone will say it's all relative and interest rates were much higher in the 80s. This is not the 1980s. Um, This is 2023. And Mm -hmm. interest rates went from in Canada from 25 basis points on the overnight rate to 3.75%. And that is a more than tenfold increase in interest rates. So that is a very dramatic increase. And we can expect interest rates to come back down. Mm -hmm. They're going to come back down. And we can also probably say they're going to come back down within five years. So if you're looking at entering the market right now, you know that the delta, the difference between the interest rate you were willing to take before and the interest rate you're going to take now on a five-year fixed rate is 3%. And you're going to have to suffer that initial shock of an additional 3% in interest payments on your money Mm -hmm. that you're going to take to borrow this new house, and you're going to have to do it for five years. So on a, let's say, $500,000 of borrowing, leaving things constant from, you know, a 2.5% five-year fixed rate to a current 5.5% five-year fixed rate, that 3% difference on $500,000 is $15,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And $15,000 a year over five years, mm-hmm. right? The total delta on that is going to end up being 
What? Uh, th- th- 75,000? Amazing. Yeah. 15%. <laughs> right. 15% of the value of your borrowings. Right. So if you can find a place for 15% less than what you thought it was going to cost you to buy with 2.5% money, you're kind of breaking even. I mean, this is all void of net present value of the capital, but you can expect that things will revert back to the mean. So interest rates will come down and mm-hmm. property values will go up. I'm not saying that getting a you know 15% discount on a house from their peaks is enough. I'm just saying that it's enough to negate the increase in interest that you will pay. Right. So it's simple math, really. Like if you're a if you're someone that's looking for housing right now and you can get a house for 15% or 20% less than what you were willing to pay for it with 2.5% money, it is okay to use 5.5% money to go and buy that house. Right. And it also supports a level of, it supports some sort of a floor in the real estate market because the additional cost of buying a house is quantifiable. Right. It's the interest. And I think a lot of people get worried about the real estate market and rightfully so, right? Like we saw a fervor in the real estate market, a rapid increase in housing prices over the last, I mean, for sure the last two years over COVID, but even prior to that, right? Mm -hmm. Like we had a steamrolling housing market. Yeah. Well, now we're reducing the supply that's going to be coming online. The fundamentals of demand and supply of the real estate market are changing. And if consumers have an opportunity to quantify the difference in their expense to buy something Mm -hmm. and buy something at a discount, this is not a bad time to enter the market. Right. Yeah. That was all my math was. My math was just like, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, like how, how, how limited is the downside right now for somebody? Right. Like, you know, we can widely accept that, you know, values have probably come come off about 15%. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're likely to come off a little bit more just as the increase in interest rates kind of settle through the market. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people need to be as worried as they are. Mm-hmm. I think that we very likely have a little more of a kind of like a culling of the herd that is anticipated to happen as people who are overstretched and have overborrowed do have to shed some of their real estate. Mm-hmm. And that might, re- you know, we might see another... drop in real estate prices. But these these swings, these pendulum swings, these drops, they're going to come back. Right. I don't know when they're going to come back. I don't know how low they're... Nobody can tell you, like, how what what is going to be the bottom price for real estate? What will be the kind of net year-over-year percentage average decrease? I don't know. Nobody knows. Mm -hmm. There's too many factors influencing it. But I can tell you that things go down, things go back up again. Yeah. It's like a, you know, a seesaw. We come down, we come back up. Or a bungee. Or a bungee. Or something like that. Um, so I don't know. I like that one. <clears throat> that was good. It, 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 it's a great way to look at things. And it definitely makes me feel more comfortable about jumping in. You're always right comfortable. Now. I am pretty comfortable. Yeah. Let's go into number two. Okay. Which is. You have to cut back to that. Yeah, it's okay. I, I already forget. It was. The uh, long-term success. I knew it was a longer one. Let's start that. Yeah. So let's get into number two, which is long-term success. Reason number two, 
to buy a house in the recession, long-term success. Yeah, I mean, long-term success is just, um, it comes back to that old adage, right? You make money when you buy something. You do not make money when you sell it. Right. So if you have an opportunity right now to buy something at a discount, you are positioning yourself for success in the future mm-hmm. because the value of that asset will appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, like I'm not timing the exact moment where the market will be at its lowest point. I'm just telling you that when things are lower and nobody else wants to buy and you go and buy, you are very likely positioning yourself for success in the future when everybody else decides, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe we should be buying now. Mm-hmm. It's like what we were talking about on, I think it was the last episode, um, which is doing things when you're uncomfortable, right? Like when, when they don't seem like you should be doing them. That's usually when, when you're successful in your choice. Not always, but. You know, I, I just, I don't like the way that throws intuition out. Right. You know what I mean? Like intuitively, if you feel that's not the right time to be doing something. I think there's a difference between intuition and the overall like vibe. You know what I mean? Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, what do you mean the overall vibe? I mean, I just bought something. Uh-huh. My intuition said that I should be buying something because people weren't buying. It was uncomfortable to buy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess, you know, your intuition will be at certain points somewhat clouded based on the fear in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you know yourself well enough, maybe you can decipher between what part of you is just, you know, generally fearful because of the market conditions and what part of your instincts are telling you that like now is the time to act. Mm-hmm. And um, that might be more of a personal journey for you. Right. But uh, if you are, if you're looking to buy a house right now um, and you were looking to buy a house before, you still need a house. Rents are going up. Interest rates are probably about as high as they're going to go. Mm-hmm. You might maybe see another 50 basis points on top of it, 75. But it's widely accepted that interest rates are going to go down again. Mm-hmm. can't stay this high for that long. Mm-hmm. And, um, even if you, and if you can weather five years on a five-year fixed rate mortgage, which is not what I would suggest. I'm just saying, let's compare apples to apples here. Um, that you're generally in a good position. Yeah. And, and there's lots of other great options for rates right now, like shorter terms. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. Yeah. What's like, a, what's a two year? Yeah. So, I mean, listen, the best two year fixed is, you know, in the range of five sixty nine, right? Um, so you're paying a, like a little bit of a premium for a shorter term, but you know, you're probably going to end up, you know, coming out of that in a better position, right? Cause you're going to be able to like, what do you, when do you think rates are going to come down? You think two years, right? Year, two years? I think 12 months from today, rates will be lower than what they are right now. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break, okay? We're going to be back with reason number three, so don't go anywhere. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's exciting. Find the lowest interest rate today by visiting connect.ca. Canada's economy is changing. Mortgage rates are rising. Property values are falling. The equity in your home feels out of reach. Connect.ca helps homeowners borrow for less. Your home loan approved online in seconds. The money you need, funded in 24 hours. I'm Marcus from Connect. Let's make money count.
All right, number three, pick of the litter. This one excites me because when you go, like home, buying a home is so exciting because you have this, these things in your mind and you have this, this like, you know, this, this picture of what you want and, you know, take it from someone who is looking, I bought a new, like a new home for myself in the beginning of the, of the, um, the pandy, right? <laughs> and, and, uh, and it was, it was just, you know, every time you go and you see, you're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. Well, guess what? There's 30 other people that had that exact same thing in mind, right? So pick of the litter is number three. When the demand for something is high, you yeah. have to make sacrifices. Right. Yeah. Those sacrifices are generally for, you know, you make concessions, right? Like in the fervor of the last market, my twin brother bought a house right. that backed onto a major street. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, it's on the right road. It's on the right street and it's got a big backyard. But he, so he had to justify why he bought a house on that backed onto Islington. Oh, I was going to say what street was. Yeah, that? it backed on Islington and Islington, like near Eglinton, where like you can hear buses going on. Right. He had to sell that house. Right. Um, my brother is the best, but he doesn't take advice. Right. Right. He was just like, no, I like this house. It's going to be great. Anyway, so I think that it's, it's a big part of this is uh, in a downturn, you you don't have to buy a house that backs on to Islington. Right. Like you can buy a house with a normal backyard. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get, you know, a condo next to the garbage chute and just, you know, say, well, the per square foot price in the building is a thousand bucks. And, you know, I got in at a good price and I don't, it doesn't really bother me that I'm next to the garbage chute. Listen, it definitely bothers you that you're next to the garbage chute. Yeah. Shoot. It definitely bothers you when you back on to Islington. Yeah. Deep down in your soul, you know it bothers you. Yeah, every time you're sitting on the couch and you hear, and then you think, yeah, does it bother me? It does. Yeah, you you don't think it bothered you. Didn't say it bothered you when you bought it, or like you know those like during a boom, husband and wife will sit down. Well, honey, we looked at all those houses today, and the three that we really liked all had multiple offers, but that fourth one. Is it really that bad if it was a grow up? <laughs> That's the problem, right? Yeah. Like, is it really that bad that it had the asbestos? Yeah. The we black can, mold. We can remediate it. Yeah, we can figure it out. Apparently, the home inspector says we can just wipe all the walls with bleach. <laughs> Honey, what about this one on Sororin? It says it had a murder in it. <laughs> we might have Sororin's a, a good it. street. It is, but not the house with the, <laughs> the murder. <laughs> Was this, is, this, so, is this factual, by the way? No, you know not, that there was very little okay. of what I ever say is factual. You should know that. I, Listen, we've done deals where we look at the financing and we speak to the, the lender. And the lender says, well, this house was a grow up. Or, mm -hmm. like you, and during a boom, it just seems like people are buying every grow up, every house that's had a murder. Exorcism. Yeah. Like every haunted house. Yeah. But it's the truth because mm -hmm. supply is limited. And it's, it's easier to make that connection, that jump into a product because you can justify it by all these other reasons. Yeah. But in a downturn, in a recession, you get access to properties that you might not have gotten access to in the past. Right. Like, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Commercial real estate, mm -hmm. I love corners. 
Like, I love corners. Who doesn't? I don't know. Does everybody? I feel like everybody loves a corner. I love a good corner. corner. Like yeah, a yeah, good yeah. corner with western exposure. So the side of the building just fills up with sunlight. Yeah. You know, here, if you can get access to a corner, you're only going to get access to a good corner during a recession. Right, right. I got my eye on a corner right now, actually. Where is it? Can I tell you, though? Or are you going to run and go buy it? No, no, no. Is it the same one at Jane and Bloor? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've had your eye on that building for... This is how... I knew this because you've had your eye on that for years. Right. So do you want to know what's going on with it? Yeah. All right. This is exciting. So, during... Um, so it was a TD bank on the corner yeah, yeah, of Jane yeah. and Bloor. Yeah. North, east corner, subway behind it. Beautiful Western exposure. And TD Bank sold it and a whole bunch of other bank branches together. In what's up? You have a There's also a pizza Iolo across the street. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. A lot of good food in that area. Yeah. A lot of good food. Anyway. That new bagel place. So, this beautiful location, I went in. I knew the bank was closing. I spoke to the manager and she was like, listen, I don't know the way this is going to work is that like corporate usually just bundles these and sells them. Sure enough, like, we didn't get it. They sold it kind of through a commercial broker with like a bunch of other branches at some big ticket price. And then the guy that bought all of those ended up selling the package. Mm-hmm. And then it's so this bank is still vacant. Mm-hmm. It's got a big sign that says available on it. Mm-hmm. So I called the realtor and I said, well, available, right? If it was just for lease, it would say for lease. Right. So I called and I said, well, what, like, what would they consider selling it for? Oh, no, we wouldn't consider selling that. He loves that building. The new guy that bought it. Yeah. Okay, well, why does it say available? Well, you know, he would consider an offer, but, you know, I, we've had people offer and I don't think he's willing to do it. I bet you he's more motivated now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Hundo P. Hundo P. Yeah. So anyways, the idea would be that it's, in a time like this, people who didn't initially think they were going to sell something are just as rattled as you are about the market, by the way. Mm-hmm. People with lots of real estate might be even more rattled than you are. If you're sitting there with no real estate right now as we go into this recession, you're in better position than the guy that's got a whole bunch of real estate. Mm-hmm. Pick of the litter, man. Now's the time you get cool real estate Yeah, that like... At some point in the future, people are like, oh, that's priceless. That piece of real estate is priceless. Mm -hmm. Like our office at Navy Wharf, at the corner of Navy Wharf and Blue Jay Way. It doesn't get better than that. We paid nothing for that office. Right. Nothing. Because it was during a downturn. Nobody wanted it. It was damaged. It had water damage. The vendor wanted to get off of it. Just, uh oh, I got to get rid of it. I got to sell something, you know. It's a bad time in the market. I got to get off it. We got it. We got it for a great deal. I'd never sell it. Mm -hmm. Be sure to visit makemoneycount.com to find all of our old episodes. And that brings us to number four, which is, and ties into this last one, it's just all around less stressful. Right? Totally. You know what I mean? Listen, I would say you're still going to be stressed out because the market sucks. No, of course. And it's like, you know, jumping into the pool first, right? Like, there's not a lot of people going in that direction. So it's easy to question your decision or your motives or, you know, am I making the right move? Nobody else is doing it. What's the temperature? Right? Yeah. But 
you're not going to be under as much pressure from your real estate agent. You're not going to have to meet the same onerous deadlines. Oh, you better put an offer in firm, no financing condition, no inspection. Like a lot of mistakes happen like this, right? Oh, you're worried about with, the appraisal? Don't yeah, worry with, about with the appraisal. With that level of urgency. Yeah. But now, not only are you getting the pick of the litter, but you're also not going to get the pressure from everybody else. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You're a real estate agent who during the boom time was like, huh, you know, I, I could take you to see this property, but it's going to have to be on Wednesday at 11. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I got to work. Well, sorry, then don't come see it and somebody else will buy it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mr. Realtor, Mrs. Realtor, I'll be there Wednesday at 11. And there you go. Your tail's wagging. You brought a coffee for the real estate agent. Here you go, please. Can we find a way to buy this? Do you know anybody on the other side? Can you put in a good word for us? Let's write a letter saying that we're a beautiful family and we really need the house. Let's give them an extra $100,000. We'll go in firm. We'll go in no inspection. We'll take their kids to school for one week, one year. Well, now the realtor's calling you. Hey, can I pick up your dry cleaning? Bring it over to your house and take you to see a couple of houses. I feel like you're telling me the plot of The Watcher. <laughs> uh, did you see that? I did. I watched the end. It was good. Season two coming. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Another season of that? Yeah. Different house? No one knows who The Watcher is. Oh, who cares though? It's a whole like another season. They're just like the same thing. Yeah. I kind of wrote that off at the end of that season. I don't need more of that. Really? Yeah. I'm into it. Anyways. But he bought his house during the boom. Yeah. Like the, that guy bought his house during yeah. the boom. That's yeah. exactly what happens. We got to do it. Multiple there's some offers. menace that stands outside of your house and watches you change. Yeah. Good. You got a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> right? If interest rates were higher. Right. He didn't buy his house during the boom. If interest, he did. He bought his house during the boom. He, he The chick told him there was enough. There were multiple offers. He had to go in firm with a big uh, offer. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't so get he a good deal. He went in and got it. He yeah. got a horrible deal. Yeah. He got a good deal. But then the market turned. And now he was stuck with this house that he poured all his money into, yeah. which had some creep staring at him through the windows. Yeah. But guess what? He probably financed it with low interest rates. <laughs> yeah. So you choose what you want. Do you want to have low interest rates with a creep watching you through the windows <laughs> or 5.5% for the next five years, pick of the litter, no stress. And no creep. And no creep. Just, no don't, just no. don't tell Matt where you live. No tunnels in your house. If you haven't seen the end of The Watcher yet. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's ruined. Yeah, you literally just ruined it for you. Listen, the it really the more you think about how enjoyable it can be to buy a house during a recession, think about it. Think about it. You're sitting there right now, think about it. You can go on to Connect's website, you can check out what the interest rates are. Mm -hmm. You can put the address in, you can see how much you can borrow against that property. It would be lots of fun. And you call the shots. It is not for the faint of heart. Because you're going to do something while not a lot of other people are doing it. Mm -hmm. And interest rates are high and it's going to cost more money to service your debt. But there's a ton of benefits, mm -hmm. a ton of great reasons to buy a house. And you know who's going to love this? Real estate agents. Real estate agents are going to watch this episode. They're going to be sitting there like, yes. And they're going to have a great day today. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to be like. They deserve it. They're going to take your math. And they're going to start cold calling their clients again. Have you ever thought about buying a house during a recession? Yeah. I'm going to tell you four great reasons. But I didn't hear it on a podcast. No. No. I thought of it myself. Listen, you got to have to, in order to make money and to be successful, 
you cannot just follow what everyone else is doing. It right. won't, it will not work. Yeah. So you have to think differently mm -hmm. and now is the time. Yeah. And you know, it takes the time. It, you can also take time right now. So you can like digest this. Mm -hmm. You can think about it. You can have a look at a couple of houses. You will not be rushed. There will, there will be very little pressure right now in the market. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All this talk about buying a house during a recession makes me want to buy a house. You should buy one. I need to sell my house first. Right. I don't know about you. I'm excited. You're excited. I can feel it. This has been a good episode. I want to go buy a corner. Yeah. I think everybody needs to go buy a corner right now. Thanks so much for watching. Four great reasons to buy a house during a recession. Be sure to visit makemoneycount.com to find all of our old episodes.